Hello and welcome to The Adventures of Superman from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, who came to Earth from the destroyed planet Krypton, possessed of a physical structure never before attained by mortal men. Superman, who is stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet, and who walks about among ordinary men disguised as mild Clark Kent, reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper. As you remember, Kent and Jimmy Olsen were returning home on the cracked Thunderbolt Express, a package of world-famous jewels stolen from a national exposition was hurled through a window of the car. In the resulting confusion, Kent secretly recovered the jewels, but almost at once ran into startling developments. First, the package was apparently intended for a mysterious girl sitting beside the shattered window. And second, the yellow mask, dangerous international criminal, is also after the jewels. Breaking in on Jimmy, whom Kent has left alone in a compartment... The mask forced the boy to give up the packet. Just as the mysterious girl appeared behind him with a revolver, relieved him of his plunder, and vanished. Returning, Kent found Jimmy in high spirits. He had given the mask an empty package. The precious jewels were still in his pocket. And now the mask and the girl are both off the train and out of the way. But are they? The train roars through the night. Jimmy and Kent sit chatting in the brightly lighted compartment. Listen. Jimmy, I still can't quite believe it. Would you mind telling me again just how it happened? Golly, Mr. Kent, I hardly know myself. What made you take the jewels out of the package and put them in your pocket? Gosh, I don't know. I guess it was just a hunch. Uh, you're wasting your talents, Jimmy. You should be a fortune teller. But go on, what did the mask do then? He didn't have time to do a thing. I'd given him the package, without the jewels, of course. Was then that I... when the girl came in? Yeah. I guess she'd been standing at the door listening. And boy, she sure didn't waste any time. Very clever young lady. And then what happened? Well, the train was slowing down for a station, and she kind of listened for a second, and, and then... Then she hit the mask over the head with her gun. Boy, yeah, and how? Knocked him out cold. Then she skipped. Mm-hmm. What was the porter doing all this while? You mean the waiter from the diner? Yes. See, Mr. Kent, he was scared stiff. The minute the girl left, he dashed down like a streak of lightning. Then the mask came to, got up off the floor, jumped out of the window after the girl. Well, guess that's that. No, Jimmy. Hmm? I'm afraid this is just the beginning. Golly, Mr. Kent, what do you mean? Well, we've still got what the yellow mask wants. And if I know him, it won't be long before he catches up with the girl and learns that we still have the jewels. Oh, but by that time, we'll be safely home. Well, I hope you're right, Jimmy. Golly, who's that? Careful. Are the jewels hidden? Yeah. Who is it? Telegram, sir. Let me say, telegram? Okay, just a minute. Yes, what is it? Telegram, sir. Conductor said it might be for you. Your name, Kent? Clark Kent? Clark Kent, that's right. Sign here, please. All right. Gee, Mr. Kent... Oh, who do you suppose it's from? I'll tell you right away. Well, what do you know? What? Jimmy, it's from Mr. White. Well, our Mr. White? Uh-huh. The editor of the Daily Planet? None other. 
How did he know where we were? What's he saying? Oh, editors always know where you are. It's part of their business. As for what he says, well, it seems we've got an assignment. Oh, boy. What is it? Listen. Clark Kent aboard Thunderbolt Express Atlantic Railway. Leave train Minerville. Spend night Grand Hotel. Stop. Wait in room for phone call from me. Special assignment. Utmost secrecy vital. Signed, Perry White. Is that all? That's all. Golly, Mr. Kent. I wonder what's up. Well, you know as much as I do, Jimmy. We're to get off at Minerville and spend the night at the Grand Hotel. Where is Minerville? I mean, is it close? Mm -hmm. It's the next stop. You better start packing your bag. Why I reached is just in time. Mm. Mr. Kent, I just happened to think. Hmm? The telegram doesn't mention me, does it? No, why? Well, I, I... I want to... I mean, do you think Mr. White wants me to stop over, too? Well, he doesn't say so, but he knows you're with me. Yes, of course. You'll get off at Minerville, too, Jimmy. Now, hurry up with those bags. I think we're almost there. <laughs> This is why I am. Who is it? Go on. Excellent. Yes. Who's that? Are they at the hotel yet? Excellent, Paul. Nothing more now. You'll remain on call. Well? So far, all is well. Our friends received the telegram. Good. Left the train at Minerville and are now registered at the Grand Hotel. Good. I told you it would work. Apparently, they suspect nothing. You're a clever girl. Now, what's the next step? That, my friend, is up to you. You have some members of your staff here. Yes, of course, that was one of them who called. Very well. Put them in the hotel and let them get to work. It shouldn't be difficult. Well, I don't know. That fellow Kent, he somehow manages to squeeze out of tight places. We're not interested in Kent. All we want is the jewels. Don't tell me your organization isn't equipped to handle a little matter of burglary. I don't suppose you'd care to tackle the job yourself, would you? Hardly, my friend. Unfortunately, both my talents and I are rather well-known. Excuse me, please. Yes? Well? What do you say? Are you sure? Hmm. That complicates matters considerably. Very well, remain where you are. You'll hear from me. Well, what's the trouble now? A slight impediment to your excellent suggestions. What do you mean? Particularly as concerns that little matter of burglary. Where are you driving us? By a most unhappy coincidence, the Grand Hotel on this particular evening is packed with policemen. Policemen? But why? What for? Purely coincidence, my dear, but still unhappy. It seems the hotel has a guest. That's very bright and so unusual. Now, what are the policemen doing there? Holding a convention? No, it seems that a distinguished ambassador, a representative from abroad, is a guest at the Grand Hotel. Are you serious? Entirely. And because this distinguished foreign representative is spending the night there, the Grand Hotel has arranged for police on every floor. I see. Well, that does make it a little more difficult, doesn't it? Trifle, yes. But not impossible. No. Unfortunately, my people are also known to the police. In that case, I shall have to do it myself after all. Excellent. 
Will you pose as a ghost and pass unseen through walls? Don't be a fool. I need your help, not your wish. Forgive me. I am yours to command. This won't be easy, but I think we can handle it. Our problem is to make our way through a cordon of police, find the jewels, and get out again. If you can do that while Kent and that boy are in their room... Kent and my boy will know nothing until it's too late. Now tell me, you said you were well acquainted in Marneville. Have you friends here, people you can trust? Of course, but what... Never mind. You'll see how things can be done with finesse and quickly. You get on that phone. Call your friends. I'll need two men and a woman. There's no time to lose. There, Jimmy. That seems to do it. Now let's see if we can open this safe again. Perfect. Why don't you happen to get me a room with a wall safe, Mr. Kent? Oh, pure luck, Jimmy. This room used to be occupied by a local jeweler. He had the safe put in. Too bad we couldn't get a double room. Oh, it doesn't matter. Our rooms connect. So did you find out who's on the other side of you? Yes, one of the foreign ambassador's secretaries. You've got a clergyman next to you, a missionary, Reverend Marvin. Well, then I guess the jewels are pretty safe. Oh, with a cop on every floor, a minister next to me, and a secretary next to you. Oh, I'm not worried about the jewels. There is one thing that puzzles me. What's that, Mr. Kent? The mysterious assignment Mr. White spoke of in his telegram. I can't imagine what it might be. I wish his phone call would come through. Golly. Maybe somebody's going to try to kill the ambassador. Maybe Mr. White got a tip. <laughs> Jimmy, don't let your imagination run away with you. However, it might have something to do with the ambassador. Well, no use sitting up waiting. You got the jewels? Mm-hmm. Right here, Mr. Kent. All right. Chuck the package in the safe and spin the knob. All right. That's it. Yeah. Well, you might as well turn in now, Jimmy. A fellow your age needs lots of sleep. Oh, please, Mr. Kent. One of the call comes. Can oh, I wait Jimmy, up? don't be unreasonable. Mr. White calls, I'll wake you. That's a promise. Huh. Say, uh, I wonder what all the racket's about outside. I'm in the hall. No, it's not. Mr. Kent, it's in the next room. Wait, don't go out. We could open the door, couldn't we? Just to see. Well, all right, just a crack. Hey, Mr. Kent. I wonder what's going on. Wait, Jimmy, wait. Here comes the room clerk. We'll ask him what's going on next door. Uh, oh, uh, anything wrong? No, nothing's wrong, Mr. Kent. Reverend Marvin's doing us a favor and giving up his room. The missionary? Oh? What for? A special guest requires a big room, and the Reverend said he didn't mind going somewhere else. Oh, here she comes now. Look, Mr. Kent. They're wheeling someone in. Quiet. Not so loud, Jimmy. Golly. It's a lady. When what's the matter with her? What are all the nurses for Well, that? she's probably very sick, Jimmy. Now, let's not stand here gawking. I know you were particular about who was in the room next to you, Mr. Kent, but I don't think you need worry. Uh, you won't be disturbed. I wasn't worrying about that. It's just for overnight, you know. Seems there wasn't room in the hospital, mm-hmm. and she's moving on in the morning. Poor woman. Mm-hmm. Paralyzed uh, from the neck down, but I understand she'll recover. Wonderful things they do nowadays. Well, uh, good night, Mr. Kent. 8.30, you said. Yes, that's right, 8.30. Good night. Gee, you must be tough now to be able to move your arms and legs. The doctors cure her. Oh, I'm sure they will, Jimmy. Well, come on. We've got to get up early. Let's turn in. All right. What time are we getting up, Mr. Kent? Did you hear me tell the room clerk? Half past eight. Yeah. Hit the hay now, young fella. If you want anything during the night or hear anything, you just yell. I'll be right in the next room. Okay, Mr. Kent. Good night. 
I'm going to set my little alarm clock, too. Just in case the room clerk forgets to call us. Gee, almost midnight. moment he was wakening. He's only mumbling in his sleep. Now, where's that wall safe? Oh, here it is. And they call this a safe. <laughs> With these tools, getting it open is a cinch. Has the mysterious girl made good her boast to the yellow mask? Is it she who, in the dark stillness of the night, is working at the wall safe in Jimmy's room? What will happen? Tune in next time and follow the exciting story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.